Yo. Just two idiots talking out of their ass. Two idiots talking out of your ass for another edition of the Radio Mofo Podcast. How you doing there, Springer? Um, I was watching some other podcast, like video. Um, what the hell is it? Two Bears in One Cave, and they were talking about a porn star offer to do a DP with them. And they were calling up their Whoa. wives to see if their wives were okay with it. And they're like, hell no. And I'm thinking, if some porn star offered to DP with me and Mikey, that would never happen because Mikey just doesn't like to touch people or be touched by people. Well, other dudes. That and there's, there'd have to be, like we talked about in the other one, there'd have to be like no contact, no eye contact. Yeah, it's like blindfolded finger cuffing. Or, uh, you know, we'd have to, the only touching allowed would be like a high five. You know, it, 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 I know couples have like their wish lists or their like their celebrity crush where you get like a pass. Yeah. You know, and the ones that I've heard that have actually done done this or like done like a couple's kind of three-way or anything like that, it's ruined the relationship. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that's it's not even funny. That's just weird. You know, but... Oh, who was it? It was a Scottish actor. It's the guy that played Professor X in the, the newer X-Men movies. He, he never heard of this concept. It's a very American thing. And he was at some what? bar, and this chick comes up to him and basically says, you know, you're on my list. And he's like, what list? And she explains the whole scenario to him. And he's like, yeah, that would never, ever happen. No. no. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's just creepy, you know, people trying to kind of own celebrities in a much more disturbing way. See, my, my fear is being, like, left out. <laughs> That was a, yeah. that was a, I like, saw a British movie years ago and this guy was running like a little hotel and he's a dirty perv. He kept trying to talk his wife into the bang and this chick he's having an affair with. So he finally talks him into it and the two of them start making out and totally tune him out. And it was just fucking hilarious. Yeah, they did the two and a half men episode about that where like Alan just kind of gets left there. He's like petting the, his, it's actually his wife. He's in the, he's, like petting her back like <laughs> oh, god yeah yeah my That's fear so would be wrong. I'd be the one sitting in the corner just like waiting for my turn or basically he's like get us some more towels or you know spritz us that's that's why we choose to uh choose to fantasize instead yes you know cuz to be honest I don't I can't think of any like chicks that would be in a wish list now I don't know any of these young starlets and all the girls I fantasized about like 20, 30 years ago, not really in their prime anymore. But we, can, we still have the memories and the album covers and the music videos and the TV shows when they were back in their prime. Well, yeah. And I mean, that's what I was thinking we discussed today is celebrity crushes. Movie star, you know, video vixens back in the day, I think was what we were talking about initially, like... I mean, there's the obvious one that everybody... And, you know, I didn't really like it, but the Tawny Katane flopping around on a car thing, that, I don't know, for some reason, even back then, it didn't do anything for me. I'm not sure why. I know, but it, it was that perfect synergy of getting a band over the top, you know, because it was, you know, it was, a, it was a catchy power ballad, more or less, 
Well, you know, here we go again on my own. And it's, but it helped them get up the music charts. And yeah, it wasn't the sexiest video ever made. I think about like the blind chick from a Lawrence Cherry Pie video. Oh God. Oh well, yeah, that that's yeah. A, that's a winner. But it just kind of made Tawny Katane like a household name. And then, you know, and then she married David Coverdale, and then years went on, and they got divorced, and she went through a lot of bad plastic surgery. Yeah, she, she went through a lot. Of, at the end, she went through a lot of drugs, and God rest her soul, she's passed away now. Before she hooked up with him, she was dating one of the guys in Rat, and he was like a heroin addict, and he basically died of AIDS. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, I mean. It, you know the term uh, plaster caster? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that, that was something from the 70s. It was part of the whole groupie experience. Uh, Kiss actually wrote a song about yep. it, one of the 70s albums. And it's just, yeah. it just it was so cheesy. It was so dumb. It had to be the 70s. Yeah, as much as I don't like Kiss, I can a- a- appreciate that song just for the history. I know Steven Tyler actually talks about it. It was just one woman that was kind of famous for... Yeah. For those of you not familiar, it's it was, she was making plaster casts of celebrities' dongs. Or they would get into the coitus position, and then she would make a plaster cast of that. Yeah. Anyway. You know, just think about all the cocaine going around. It would make sense. <laughs> oh, God. Who are your... I've got a list here of some celebrity crushes for men and women. We can't forget women, but... Um, who were yours that stand out? Remember your first one? Oh God, um, Jesus! I mean, there was there were so many. I mean, I vividly remember being a little kid when the Neverending Story came out, and man, that princess! Really? Well, I was thinking kind of Alyssa Milano because she was yep. cute and the boss. And that was my first one. Hell of a woman! Oh, first my God. one that I really realized what I was like. Oh my God. Who's the boss? You are the boss, Alyssa. Yep. Yep. And then, like, in the 90s, she made some cheesy vampire movie, and she got the puppies out. Yep, yep. I remember... They were were glorious. Dial-up modem, looking those up on, once I had heard about it, searching the internet for hours, and once I located them, was uh, quite happy. Yep. I, I think, oh, my other one was, uh, by far, it was Tiffany back in the day. I don't know why. I just oh. had, a, I had a thing for redheads. I still Yeah, it's do. a redhead thing, yeah. But, yeah, and then then uh, then she did Playboy. What was that? It was almost, it was over 20 years later. Yeah, well, that was kind of the thing. To, you know, Playboy wasn't getting people in their prime. It was like women hitting their 40s, and they still wanted to show that they were sexy and viable and tiffany actually got a boob job but either they airbrushed it really well eh, or whatever but they looked fantastic and she didn't like go huge with it or anything like that actually she just generally still looked good do you want to go down this list here yeah yeah all right this one i don't eh, i never got into heather locklear um yeah, I mean, she's really rough right now, too. Yeah, DUI is Well, just, you know, the blonde hair, the big blue eyes. And, you know, she was on, what the hell is it, TJ Hooker. She was on Dynasty. And she popped up all over the place. Married to Tommy Lee at one point. Oh, sweet Jesus, yeah. 
All right, Molly Ringwald. As much as I love the ginger, she just never did anything for me. She looked mean. I don't know why. I just always thought she was. She just looked pissed. Yeah, she looked pissed a lot. All right, staying on the uh, Brad Pack here. Demi Moore. Eh. <laughs> Take it or leave it. This one makes sense for me because I kind of had a thing for the goth chicks, especially in the Breakfast Club. You know which one I'm talking about. Really? Ally Sheedy? Yep. I think okay. goth chicks. I think Winona Ryder, like Beetlejuice era. Oh, Winona, Winona Ryder's an all-time favorite. But oh, no, yeah. I, when uh, she was in that movie, she was kind of like, she would have been the goth kid that I would have been obsessed with at school. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. This yeah, one. Yeah, but... That's why I hate that band Soul Asylum because Dave Pierner stole my woman. <laughs> that and I hate his singing voice. Hate it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Runaway train. Oh, anyway, God. that's the kind of musician you just want to go up on stage and punch him in the face. This one's kind of a deep dive. Valley Burton, Valerie Bertinelli. Really? Well, in the seventies, yeah, she was like America's sweetheart. You know that she hooked up with like Eddie Vedder. Not Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Van Halen. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they were married for quite a while before, like, you know, shit fell apart. You know, obviously he had some major substance abuses and whatnot. And Well, I mean, his cigarette smoke probably chased her away. Well, yeah, Jesus. I mean, that's, he had all, lost all of his teeth. And part of his... With him when he didn't have his teeth in. They cut off part of his tongue, too. Yeah, I mean, it's... You know, all them cigarettes are going to catch up to you, unfortunately. All right. This next one is, is very obvious, and especially as to why. Uh, Phoebe Cates. Oh. You know what I'm talking about. There was a swimming oh, yeah. pool. Fast time at Ridgemont High. And I very much would have been the, the brother that she catches, you know, wanking it. In the bathroom? Probably. I would have been that pervert. You know, the, the thing about that is, like, I've seen people try to imitate that in normal movies and in porn, but for some reason, they just never quite get that energy and attitude that she brings in that scene, you know, because she looked hungry. I I thought I had read somewhere, too, that she, at the time, was not a real big fan of doing that, that scene. Well, nobody was, but, I mean, that's... Young starlets were always getting talked into that stuff. And it wasn't really till the '90s where they could kind of push back and be like, "Hell no!" Yeah, this is this next one is one that probably could have been able to push back just because of her like stratosphere she was on was Michelle Pfeiffer. Well, I mean, she's gorgeous, but God, she's so skinny. There's right, there ain't no fun curves on her. Yeah, this next one, I don't know, except for maybe in True Lies, you know who I'm talking about. Oh, oh yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh uh, no, Trading Places—that's where she gets them out. I remember they seeing. Were amazing. Uh, I kind of liked her in A Fish Called Wanda. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. Actually, that's be one to go back and watch as an adult because I remember watching it in high school. Yeah, you know? I've seen it since then, and it still holds up. It's actually more funny now that I get all the jokes. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember like the sex scene where the guy's taking his clothes off, speaking in different languages, and she's just melting. <laughs> and it was weird because I'm watching this scene with my folks, 
you know, you know, as a teenager watching any sex scenes in TV or movies, awkward folks, yeah. You start like counting the tiles on the ceiling and pretending not to watch, knowing you're gonna go back and rewind that videotape later when they're asleep. Like oh, I get a good one on this little on this tangent. So when I was in college, you know, I went home for winter break and I had a list of stuff that professors are like, Oh, if you wanna watch something interesting, rent this movie. And I found this movie called Women in Love. It was made in Britain. And there's a part where these two guys are like, Let's wrestle. So they they strip naked, wrestle in front of a fireplace. And I'm watching this at night with my dad. And I'm like, you could have heard a pin drop. Nobody had anything to say. And we couldn't wait for that scene to get over. Because the way it was filmed, it seemed like a little bit more than man wrestling. Did you see Foxcatcher? Uh, no. Steve, no. Steve Carell and uh, uh, oh, the guy from Magic Mike. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Channing Tatum. There's yeah, a scene yeah. in there where you're not totally sure if Steve Carell's character is getting it on with him or doing an appropriate. It's awkward and you just, oh God, you just, it's an, it's an amazing movie, but that one yeah, scene I, in it. Is, I just uh, read and uh, or I was watching a video about the wrestler Kurt Angle and he actually trained there and he was talking about that whole situation and the guy that they got killed and they're like, this the guy the movie's about, the character Steve Carell plays, yeah. he was obviously going insane and just started carrying a gun just because. And but you know, yeah. this is back then people's like, ah, oh, it's just a phase or stuff that's major, but uh, no, it was pretty bad. Yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, I would definitely recommend that. Alright, moving on. And eh, this one was huge. Christina Applegate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I think they must have cranked the air conditioner up on Meredith's children. Because the children, I was old enough to go, man, this is kind of (laughs) wrong. The way she was was portrayed. It was Fox in the early days. They were throwing anything against the wall to see what would stick. Oh, God. And Fox was, you know, they were the bastard stepchild of of the TV networks. That's why there's that one Family Guy episode where they make a joke about, like, uh, next on Fox, fast animals, slow children, and there's a, this cheetah chasing chasing a kid, <laughs> like just the kind of stuff that they used to Eric, with the exception of stuff that was like really brilliant, like in Living Color was was awesome. Yeah, that's where we got Jennifer Lopez too. Yep. Anyway, I've never heard like because they introduced her like you know doing a dance number that she choreographed. Yeah. Have you seen the movie with her and when she plays a stripper based on a true story? Oh, is that the one where there are Conan guys out of the yeah, yeah. club? Sweet. I've seen bits and pieces of it uh, on cable and stuff. Sweet Lord. Anyway, this, yeah, this was definitely another huge one. Uh, Kelly McGinnis from Top Gun. Um... Not so much, but was it Kelly LeBrock from Weird Science? Oh, sweet lord. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. She was what amazing. What do little maniacs want to do movie. now? Yeah. Then she married Steven Seagal. What the hell? Oh. That's, that's what messed her up. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Kim Basinger. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, her daughter, uh, Ireland, 
Wow. At least at some parts. Now she's all tatted up and just had a kid. So. Oh, there's one that's not on that list, though, that definitely needs to be. Kathy Ireland. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Redhead. Pretty much, you know, a lot of the, anybody that showed up on um, Baywatch. Yeah. Kathy, Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston. Uh, what was she in? in? I don't know offhand. I can't remember, but she's she's all right. We'll just skip ahead. Daryl Hannah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, she got naked as a mermaid and stuff, but. And yeah, I. Yeah, I hate, I hate to be crude, but I always thought she's a bit of a butterface. <laughs> all right. Okay, this one's kind of a girl next door one. Uh, Elizabeth Shue. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, uh God, leaving Las Vegas. Oh <laughs> yeah. Don't come with my hair, I just washed it. I'm like <laughs> that was I mean she was just so fearless about it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. You know, there's a reason that movie got a bunch of awards just because it was just raw. It was there's so a- raw, but it was so good. Yeah, I've well, I've actually watched that movie in rehab, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, I can see where it's getting. Yeah, we watched that and uh, Twenty Eight Days with uh, Sandra Bullock, which I'll admit was actually a, a good flick. I'll, I'll, is that a I'll, chick flick or what is that? It's uh, Sandra Bullock's a, like severe alcoholic, and so is oh. her boyfriend, alcoholic and drug addict, and then she crashes a limo because I guess she's a limo driver at the beginning of it on the way to this wedding, and ends up. Her penalty is going to going to treatment, and it's it's actually decent. It's almost like a summer camp, though the kind of treatment that they go to, which I've never experienced. But I think they're going on this list in the girl next door department was Bridget Fonda. All right, uh, yeah, I mean she's cute and stuff, but didn't really trip my trigger. The movie where she plays a spy that's like a that just she just oh, kicks ass for was... like two hours. Yeah, it was uh, American version of La Femme Nikita. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was it Point of No Return or something? My God, we're gonna have to put some footnotes on this this episode, I think. Yeah, for, for all the people that like to do a deep dive on this program, this will give you plenty to research for a while. Yeah, you're gonna be doing some IMDb and after this one. All right, Nicole Eggert. All right. Oh yeah, Charles in charge. <laughs> Oh, God. And she did a movie with the two Corys, and it was supposed to be like a sex thriller. Yeah. Although, you know, I remember, God, I was at my girlfriend's house in high school, and for some reason we had that movie and we watched it. And I pretty much had to, like, watch that movie with, like, a pillow on my lap because I think my girlfriend's parents were in the house, too. (laughs) You know, you never know what they're going to do. Like, popcorn check. Who'd like some more popcorn? I'm like... Oh, God. How about some ice water? Oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mia Sarah. Do you know who this is? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off and then Legend with Tom Cruise. Indeed. Uh, yeah, she was cute, but you know, didn't really do anything for me. You know me. I'm kind of a lover of the bazoombas. All right. Now, to, to be fair, we got to hit the... Uh, this is actually a list. It says embarrassing '80s crushes that women have had. Take a 
Take just guess one, and I'll tell you if it's on the list. Uh, Rob Lowe. Uh, Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe, Rob Lowe. Nope. That's uh, surprising. Joey Lawrence. Nope. We mentioned one already. Oh God. Uh, Drummer for Motley Crue. Tommy Lee. Yeah, and the picture that they've got here, he looks more like a woman than a. He, he kind of. If he'd shave, hmm. Interesting. I gotta re- think about some things here. Jesus. <laughs> I suppose Rob Lowe would probably be on there until he make, got caught making that. Isn't it a sex yeah, tape but, with an underage girl? Uh, something like that. You know, it's just. It's amazing that he's able to, like, make a comeback from that. Because these days, he would have been totally canceled. Now, number one on this list definitely makes sense. And all I should really have to say is he had a mustache and a cool car. Mustache. Come on. This guy probably has his mustache insured. It was a huge deal when he was on Friends and didn't show up with the mustache. Oh, Tom Selleck. Yeah, Magnum P.I. Man, he had this photo. He's got chest hair like a damn rug, and that makes me think I feel really inadequate now because I have like 12 chest hairs. You ever seen that uh, it's a meme that goes around, but it's a cake decorated to look like him, and they use up a lot of brown frosting putting in his mustache and his chest hair. (laughs) I got a buddy from Wausau that usually shares that with people on their birthday and posts it on their Facebook page. I'll have to save that for you. These must be cl- like deeper into the or earlier into the eighties. But the next one here is Eric Estrada. Oh my God, that's seventies. That's hardcore seventies. Yeah, but did you ever see Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Or no, not C Lab. C Lab twenty twenty. No God, he was actually one of the voices on the on that cartoon on Adult Swim. It's actually it's funny. Really. And the funny thing about him is I've seen him in other stuff like other reality shows and he really doesn't take himself very seriously at all. Which is cool cuz he he very much could have turned into a complete prick. True, true. I think that's you think as a guy you have license to be a complete prick. All right, Johnny Depp. That's that's obvious. Yeah, his legion of fans. Even though it seems like I've seen people talk about how it's weird that he's almost 60 years old and he's still wearing, like, jewelry and bandanas and, and stuff like that. Well, his goal is to be uh, Keith Richards, and Keith Richards is just about 80 if he's not already. True. All right. Now, this next one, again, had a cool car. This car talked, though. David Hasselhoff. The Hoff. And it's got the picture of him posing nude with the with the little pug over his nuts. The dog. Jesus. Yeah. I don't I don't know why that have to have had to happen, but he kind of he made a kind of a huge comeback after the whole drunken cheeseburger incident with his daughter. Yeah, I would have thrown those kids out. And it's the Germans. You must really hate your dad to put something like that, like that on the internet. The Germans really seem to love him. Must be, yeah, must he was be there the... and performed when the when the uh, the wall, the wall came, came down. down. Yeah, how old are we that we remember that? Old, so old. 
I kind of look at him like the Neil Diamond of his generation because all of his songs were very like pro USA. And now this next one, this one kind of came out of nowhere because I didn't, I wasn't expecting it at all. But it's on the list. Brett the Hitman Hart. Oh Christ! Really? Was his Where'd hair wet look? all the time, or was it greasy? I've always wondered. That probably about greasy. Yeah, I mean, they... those guys are always like greased up, so they look nice and shiny for the camera. <laughs> yeah, and he had he had the brother uh, Owen Hart that was actually killed when he, he died was... in a stunt. Yeah, he dropped a couple of stories from the top of the venue that they were lowering him down on a on a rope. Yeah, but I don't know. Hitman Hart, huh? He wore a lot of pink. He was like the first wrestler to do that, I think. To really show off the pinkness. Um, yeah, because like, later on, uh, well, I think it was a more of a neon thing. I don't think it was just about being pink, but like Ultimate Warrior, that guy would burn your oh. red his paint and his outfits. Yeah, and, and a show I man, was... you know, he's kind of the same. If you get the chance to see that series, The Dark Side of Wrestling, the one about... Um, him about the ultimate warrior is interesting because all the guys he that nuts. were with him talk about how he was an absolute terrible wrestler, but he had, you know, the kind of personality that just kind of made you forget about the fact that he didn't really, he, he hurt people that he didn't really know what he was doing. Well, it sounded like, I don't know if he was bipolar or something, or he had some, he definitely had some sort of mental issues going on that just made him super intense and would make him belligerent and you couldn't have a conversation with him because he'd be so wrapped up in shit. Well, and they talk a lot about... the spectrum. I don't know, that and steroids? I mean, what's that kind of thing? In almost all of the episodes, they bring up steroids and cocaine and they they play down the steroid thing a little bit because I don't think any of them want to admit it that much. Oh, God, no. The cocaine thing, they're all pretty, pretty open about the fact that they were all just gacked up all the time. All right, this guy owned a bar. Oh, Ted Danson? Ted Danson. The hell? I don't know. I mean, I guess it makes sense. It, we're we're definitely going deep into the eighties here, like early eighties for that one. But who did you like better on Cheers um, for the female lead? Not Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley or the blonde one? I can't remember her name. Uh, Shelly something. Long? Yeah, Shelly Long. I was thinking Shelly Winters, but very very different actress. <laughs> Shelly um, Long, I think, was was the better of the two. I was never, rest her soul, never a Kirstie Alley fan at all. I, yeah, the character was, her character was annoying, but I thought she was the hotter of the two when she was... When she was in her prime. Because I remember she actually did a Star Trek movie. Uh, what the hell was really? it? Really? Yeah, I think it was the second one. She played a Vulcan, of all things. If you need to consult anything in the nerdery department, by the way, listeners, Todd's definitely your guy. Oh, I I don't wear Vulcan ears. I just remember stupid shit from when I was a kid. So we grew up on a farm. We had four channels. And I would watch anything with explosions and or rubber monsters. But, you know, I don't ask me about tentacle-headed chicks on Star Wars. I don't know. I just remember stuff from the 80s. 
Yeah, that's true. I mean, I watched a lot of I watched a lot of bad '80s movies like Critters. You know, and I just I just know Star. I know more about Star Trek because their movies were always on TV. Yeah, the reason I watched a lot of those movies too, <laughs> and like some horror stuff, is you knew there was a pretty good chance you were going to see a boob. Oh, totally. That was a that was a recipe for every single '80s horror movie is. Someone was going to get naked, and someone was going to die. Yep, pretty much. That, that naked person was probably going to be the one that eats it fairly soon in the movie, too. Usually running around, like, confused in the woods and then tripping over something. All right. So true. Last one on the ladies list that we've got here is... Huh. He did one of the most underrated comedies, I think, of all time, and it's Charlie Sheen. Okay, so what comedy are you talking about? He was a garbage man with Emilio Estevez. Oh, God. That movie was hilarious. At the time, it was, I haven't seen it since then, but it used to be on HBO like five times a day. See, that's the funny thing is like, that's how we know movies like uh, Beastmaster. Because I was always on cable, and if you wanted to see um, the red-haired chick um, going to going swimming in the water, um, you had to watch it on HBO because they cut that part out if you're watching it on TBS or TNT or whoever had it on. I was a big fan of Species when that came out too. Oh yeah, Natasha Hentritz. There you go. <laughs> there, there is a crush. Wow. Um, seriously, the. Everything she was in the first couple years, basically, she had to be topless. And then she got to a point where, like, no, I wanted to be taken serious as an actress. And they're like, yeah, right, pull the other one. I think the same thing happened to Sharon Stone, though, too. And I think she's talked about it, that they wanted her to be a sex, you know, maniac and everything that she did. But she was actually a decent actor. Yeah, I mean, she did stuff before basic instinct she was in uh she was like some action movie with richard chamberlain in the 80s she popped up in other stuff uh she was in total recall with schwarzenegger's wife oh yeah and but yeah what really put her over the top was basic instinct and then she did that movie sliver afterwards yep that was with uh the one of the baldwin yeah yeah the one that never appeared really in much was that billy baldwin yeah, but he he ended up marrying one of the chicks from uh, Wilson Phillips, and his Ooh. daughter is married to Justin Bieber. The redhead from Wilson Phillips. No, the blonde one. No, that was just me thinking about that. Oh, yeah, 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 the skinny one. Yeah, totally. And before we forget about it, too, we were talking about that one scene that every guy knows. I'll even post the picture of it, the meme that I found of the walk like an egyptian video is that Susanna huffs yeah yeah sweet lord i was yeah, like she, she's I was like 10 like wine yeah i was like 10 and knew that there was something happening there that i was very interested in well yeah prince had the hots for her he he you know when that band started they were all supposed to be equal singers you know because they they do on that song they all take turns singing Mm-hmm. But then um, she just kind of became the lead because Prince gave her Manic Monday. Yeah, yeah. Hot for her. And then some of their other songs they sang as a group. 
you know, all harmonizing together, not having somebody as a lead because they did some cover stuff like Hazy Shade of Winter. And yeah, was which a- was kind of badass, and they were yeah. decent musicians. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, it's, it wasn't supposed to be about her and then the rest of the band. It was supposed to be about them as a as a team. There's a there's another good example of this. I was never I knew which one I kind of liked, but the Go Go's. I had a, the bass player from the Go Go's. Yeah, the little brunette. Yes, and she's still cute. Oh yeah, yeah, she's adorable. She tried to do a solo career and that didn't go anywhere. You might remember her barely. She played Joan of Arc in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Holy crap, I just watched that again, actually. Yeah, yeah, she shows up in the weirdest places, you know, just doing bits and movies. You know, if you if you look her up on the internet, you can see what other things she's kind of popped up in. Oh, good lord, dude. If you've ever heard any of the stories about, like, the debauchery that the Go-Go's oh, yeah. were oh, pulling, yeah. I mean, cocaine I mean, and more or less orgies and stuff like that and like that wasn't just for the boys club they tore it up and they videotaped a lot of it too yes they did that was the thing is they were there were video they're still probably floating around on the internet right now my other one um debbie gibson you know she she was boy too in her 40s i don't know but she did she was hot but she just seemed completely unattainable to me and the only thing i didn't like was that the girls that i didn't that were really bitchy to me in school all wanted to be get De- debbie gibson so i kind of well, yeah. yeah they made her like the squeaky clean kind of you know like basically they didn't you know she's like the unsexualized britney spears yeah like, pretty much she was she was squeaky clean she was a big fan of that to, hat too yeah, going back to Tiffany, I mean, she was kind of like the slightly grungy girl next door that was attainable. You know, she was cute, but she wasn't like too cute where you, she was out of reach. Tiffany came from a family that, I, like, this is my my vision, came from like a rougher family. Debbie Gibson's family was was filthy ass, thinking rich. Yep, like that. That's to me, except. Debbie Gibson, if you look this up too, and you can hear it on the song, she's listed as Deborah Gibson on it. She actually appears in a Circle Jerks uh, song, the punk band uh, song. Yeah, the song called I Want to Destroy You. She sings backup vocals. Yeah, lovely. And it's mostly the lead singer just screaming, but I think I'm going to actually put that on the end of this episode just so people know I'm not nuts. But I think, yeah. Got any other ones that that are popping off the top of your head right now? Celebrity crushes? Uh, no. I mean, Winona Ryder, she should have been on that list. And she should still be on that list, realistically. And Heather Graham. Oh that's my God. one. Roller that girl. Oh my god. Was still is hot and that one that one was one that definitely came in later. I mean, if you've seen Boogie Nights, you know why I've wanted a gr- every single one of my girlfriends to buy a pair of roller skates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only one that I really, I don't know. The only one that seems, it does seem kind of weird now on the women's list with Ted dancing. I always <laughs> thought that the hair had to be fake. That had to be nailed down to the top of his head. 
Well, I mean, he had a bald spot. There was a famous episode where he takes off his little bald spot cap in the in the TV show because you know, he always kept it hidden because you know that was the eighties and the nineties. You know, yeah, to be flawless. Well, his show, I liked his show Becker too, where he was the doctor. Never watched that one, but I was going to college then, so I wasn't really watching a lot of TV. It was Ted Danson as like a pissed off doctor, and actually, it was it was pretty good. He's he's done some decent stuff, and he doesn't seem like he's an enormous dick either, which might be part of the allure to him. Even though he was a complete womanizer in that show, like Seinfeld, Seinfeld's another one I never got. Like how that show would have been canceled now, just because of all the women that he went through. Yeah, but I mean, he didn't come across as like a lech. He just was not very good at dating. I think that was half the joke was like how bad he was with all these women. With the exception of the one where he had the girlfriend that was always naked, you know, like trying to fix a bike chain and opening a jar of pickles and stuff like that. You haven't had girlfriends like that? Well, he decided to best her by being naked all the time then too. Nobody yeah, wants. yeah. Nobody For wants the record, to ladies. Nobody really wants. I know. I know you might think so, but nobody really wants to see a naked man all that much. No, no. The the male body is disturbing. <laughs> all right. So I think we've covered our celebrity crushes. You got any last minute additions you want to make? No, I'll be going uh... through the mental. Quite a while tonight. I might catch hell for this, but when I was when I was the age of this person, which I think I'm pretty close, Punky Brewster. We're gonna throw that in there. Oh God. <laughs> Goodbye.
have a single atom left to die our own!